chapter 6 verse 35 to 44 and Mark chapter 8 verses 1 to 9 I usually don't read scriptures this long but I think it'll give you the uh, proper background because this is the week this is the week we celebrate this weekend coming our 90th anniversary as a church. God has been faithful. God has been faithful. God has been faithful. Uh, Brother Jamie and I were talking about the 80th, um, and I still have the the uh, photo album. And I and he said, "Well," and he said, "Boy, God has done a lot in 10 years." And I said, "Yeah, He He gave us two more buildings in that 10 years." So. God is faithful. God is faithful, and I and um, I will never be ungrateful for His goodness towards us. Mark chapter six verse thirty-five. Late in the evening or late in the afternoon, His disciples came to Him and said, "This is a remote place, and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the nearby farms and villages and buy something to eat." But Jesus said, "You feed them." With what they asked, we'd have to work for months to earn enough money to buy food for all these people. How much bread do you have? Tell somebody, ask somebody, how much do you have? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, how much do you have? Sounds like there's some jokes in between that. Uh, he asked. And then he said, go find out. They came back and reported, we have five loaves of bread and two fish. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward heaven, and blessed the five loaves and two fish. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute it to the people. He also divided the fish for everyone to share. They all ate as much as they wanted. A total of 5,000 men plus their families were fed. Mark chapter 8, verse 1 through 9. About this time, another large crowd had gathered. So this is the second time this happens, and the people ran out of food again. Jesus called his disciples, told them, I feel sorry for these people. If I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way. His disciples replied, how are we supposed to, how are we supposed to find enough food to feed them out here in this wilderness? Jesus again asked, how much bread do you have? Ask somebody, how much do you have? Seven loaves, they replied. So Jesus took the seven loaves, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to his disciples who distributed the bread to the crowd. A few small fish were found too. So Jesus also blessed these few fish and told the disciples to distribute them. They ate as much as they wanted. There were about 4,000 men 
in the crowd that, that day. I want to speak to you on a subject. Bless what you have. Bless what you have. Turn to the person next to you. Stop complaining. And bless what you have. Bless what you have. Bless what you have. The word bless, uh, it is a, uh, it is, it comes from a Greek word pronounced eulegeo, and it's the Greek word, as you can see it up there, E-U-L-O-G-E-O, from which we get our English word eulogy, which means a good word. That's why no matter how much or how horrible the person was who, who died, usually the person will speak a good word over them. And we know that a good word is a what? God word. Now, if you notice in both scriptures, Jesus asked the same question. How much do you have? Because in life, most of us don't know what we have. We don't know what our talents are. We don't know what our time is. We don't know what our treasure is, but we don't know what our talents are. And I want to encourage you to find out what you have. There's, this, there's a test that you can do. It's called Strength Finders. All you have to do is Google Strength Finders. And, and there's a Strength Finders test because all of us, believe it or not, are wired a certain way. Now, we're not talking about spiritual gifts. We're just talking about your talents and your natural gifts which in many instances, the, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit, well, he may give you, there are some spiritual gifts, but, but he has given everybody some talents. And we know certain people have certain talents. You know, you know, you have these big picture people that you cannot depend on them for details. They have grand big vision. And they can see the future. You're like, yeah, I see it. And well, how are we going to get there? Well, I don't know. That's why I have you in my life, because you're the detail person. Amen. Amen. So we need to understand, well, what do we have? Everybody has a gift. But you got to find out, what do you have? Jesus, how much do you have? And then they present, they, they say to Jesus, what Jesus says, um, um, feed them. And they say, feed them, feed them with what? We, we don't have, meaning we don't have anything. And the second response in Mark chapter 8, they say, how are we supposed to find food in this remote place? In other words, so often we, this is a sad text because you got to remember, now I, I, I wish I did a study as to how much time passed between the first miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000 and the second. I, I, I forgot to research that. What we do know that it's only about a flip of a page, it's chapter 6 and chapter 8. So there wasn't that much time for them to be forgetting what he did the first time. And yet they were, forget, it's, like, it's like Jesus said, I'm going to give you a makeup test. 
and they still flaunt. Jesus asked them, how much do you have? And first they said nothing, and then the second time they said, what, how am I going to feed, feed them with what? And so I'm going to ask uh, uh, Troy and Jordan to come. Because I, I, I want to show you, and then um, after that, I just need you to sit there for a moment because I'm going to borrow Mr. Jordan again. Okay, and so what I'm going to do, these weigh 15 pounds. And uh, Jordan, I'm going to ask you to lift those 15, those, those 15 pounds, which is 20 pounds, okay? So why don't you lift it? Just grab them both, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Now, can you lift them up like this? Okay, yeah, he, okay, okay. Okay, now watch this. He, he, you can bow down again. So, he, he, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And, and we are called to walk, walk not natural lives, but supernatural lives. Okay, okay. And somebody put it this way, um, we, we are not natural beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a natural experience. In other words, our responsibility, or he, Jordan he, he represents us as a child of God, is God says, I want you to do the natural, okay? So, Jordan, why don't you do do what you can? Again, lift it up, lift it up, okay? Now, now spread it out like this, okay? So he can't he can't do it, he can't do it. But at least he made a try. Yeah. High five, Jordan. Okay, okay. No, you're not. But what happens is that the father comes by, okay? And when Jordan, just put your hand on it, Jordan. Put your hand on it. And the father comes by, and look at that. No, no, you got to keep holding it. You got to keep holding it. Now, now, watch that. That's good. Thank you, Jordan. No, 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 no. No, yeah, see, see? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. We, we, we're like, we're like, God, I, have, I don't have to do anything. Okay? But. Because Jordan attempted the natural, the father does the super. Okay? Okay? Oh, now see, now he's showing off now. See? And, and that's what God wants us to do, show off. See? Let, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Because you need to understand, all, all, if this was a spirit, if this was a natural world, all you would see is Jordan. But you don't know that Jordan has super added to his natural. And so you're looking at it and say, how are you holding up all that weight? But Jordan's like, you don't know who's backing me up. I wonder what would happen. I wonder what God is saying to some of us to say, look, I just need you to do the natural. I just need you to get the fish and the loaves. That's all you have to do. I will do the super. You just do the natural. Are you following me? 
Now the now the now the problem from Jordan now is is that he may actually think that he's the one doing all the lifting. Mm-hmm. And some of you have gotten some to some places by the grace of God, and you tra- you're taking credit for what God has done. So to put a scripture on this, it's I can do all things through the Christ that strengthens me. Turn to the person next to you saying, how much do you have? And tell them you need to be attempting things far beyond your ability so that your father will show up and people will give him the glory. Thank you. That's good. Thank you, Mr. Jordan. I'm going to call you back because you know you're going to get paid. got to do some heavy, God wants to do some heavy lifting. But you may not have attempted anything big enough for him to say, I'm going to put the super on your natural. In other words, some of you, mm, can I get five right here? Okay. Some of you are only attempting what you can do naturally. And so God's like, well, you don't need my help. Because you can do that. I need you to attempt something that when people look at you, they say, the only way they could have done that is because of Jesus. But before you can attempt anything, you got to find out what you have. And then once you find out what you have, you got to say to yourself, I don't have enough without you. And I and trust me, just like Jordan was attempting to pick up those weights, trust me, when you begin to attempt something great, watch this, your father will back you up. When, 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 when Jesus asked him, how much do you have? He told them to find out. And so they went through the crowd and they started asking who they started asking and through their asking they found out how much they have. And you may say, well, how do I know what I have? Ask. I know that's a simple, I know it sounds so simple, but Mark chapter 7, verse 7 and 8 says, ask and it shall be given. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. And then the, the next verse, you're going to have to have faith in. It says, for everyone, everyone. We used to sing a song back in the day, whosoever surely meaneth me. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who searches discovers. Everyone who knocks, the door will be open. 
Unfortunately, the King James doesn't really give you the tone of what Matthew was saying. So let me read it to you from the International Standard Bible. Anybody with me so far? It says, everyone who, watch this, keeps asking will receive. Everyone, every person who keeps, ought to, I like the, uh, the Passion Bible adds, persistently searching, or searches will find, and every person who keeps knocking, the door will be open. How many of you have stopped asking? How many of you have stopped searching and seeking what God has promised based on your lack of answers. Keep knocking. The reason why, by the grace of God, God has filled our church and given us two buildings is because we kept knocking and we kept searching. And I'm trying to light a fire back under you to ask yourself, how much do I have? And if I don't have, I'm going to search until I find what I have because I do have something. Have you ever searched for something you lost in the house and you said, I know it's in the house? Well, maybe if you're looking, no, I, it's in the house. And I'm going to keep searching until I find it because it's in here. And, and I want to let you know that there's a gift, there's a talent, there, is, there are assets with inside of you. You got to keep searching, whether it's fasting or praying or whatever you do or asking questions. There is something that you have that the world needs. The world cannot afford for you to not find what you have. Oh, my. So what's the solution? The first solution is to ask. In other words, how, how, how do I find what I, what I have? First, I must ask. Some of it may be asking God. Some of it may be, I, I've asked people when I was looking at you know, our values and who PT is. I asked some of my friends, when, when you see PT, when you see our church, give me some words to describe our church. And, and, I, and, and it's through that I began to see what we seem to culturally do. Ask somebody. The second thing is once you find out what you have, affirm it. That is, bless what you have. Stop. We are geared to curse what we have. We are geared to be negative about what we have. The last word, come here, Jordan, and then I'll let you go. The last, the last uh, word in the Bible is curse. And, and sorry, in the Old Testament, Malachi, the last word is curse. Now, there are two words for curse, but one word is different from the other. The usual word for curse is, is the word, uh, uh, particularly in, in Latin, even though the Bible is written, written in Latin, it is the word profanus, from which we get our English word profane. Profane, or profanity. Are you following so far? And, and so pro means means uh, before, in front of, 
outside of, and fanus means temple. So profanity means outside of the temple, meaning that you are so cursed that you're not allowed in the temple. Are you following me so far? So that's that's that word when when they cursed you, meaning that I curse you so that you will be outside of the God who can help you. Does that make sense? However, the last word for curse, it says, he, he talks about, I need to bring the hearts of the fathers to the son, lest there be a curse. This word curse is a Hebrew word that means net. And, and what God is saying is that unless somebody blesses you regularly, particularly the father, particularly God, you will walk around with a net over your head. And that means the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5, that, that our weapon, the weapons against us, are strongholds over our minds. So that no matter, you may have good ideas, like, oh, I think I'm going to go in that direction. But you have this net over your mind that keeps saying, you can't do this. You're too old to go back to school. English is not your first language. There's a glass ceiling and you're a female. You're the wrong color. You're the wrong weight. There's always, we are all born with nets over our minds that keep our minds trapped and captive. If you think you can't, you're right. If you think you can, you're right. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Be transformed by the what? And this is you walking through life. Thank you. Ah, his eyes lit up. Hmm? Oh, get double. All right. That's right. <laughs> you taught him well. Do you have a net over your mind when it comes to your children? Yeah, you can go back to your seat. It's fine. Right. Do you have a net over my, your mind when it comes to your job? Do you have a net over your mind when it comes to your marriage? Do you have a net over your mind when it comes to your finances? If you're going to bless what you have, you have to first ask what I have and then affirm what you have no matter what people say. Are you following me so far? Don't allow anybody to, don't allow the enemy to trap your mind. Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14, 4, 4 and 5, that, that the weapons of our warfare are not human, but they're mighty to, through God, pulling down strongholds and, and arguments. We bring up arguments in our minds as to why we shouldn't do that. And it's really the devil because the Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. 
Everybody tracking with me. And then finally, it's nice to ask God and it's nice to affirm. The word affirm, odd, firmo means always go towards odd, affirm, always go going towards firming, strengthening. But sooner or later, you got to act. I'll say this again. Some of you, all your lives are ready. Aim, 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 aim. Research, study, data, ask. Sooner or later, you're going to have to act. And some of you have been aiming for five years. I'm aiming to do this. I'm fixing to do this. Sooner or later, you got to act because faith without works is dead. Mm. So let's talk about this word eulogy, eulogos. It has three definitions, and I'm gonna uh, and I want to help us as we close to 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 really begin to to bless what we have, to to affirm what we have. And let me show you you what this looks like, okay? What does blessing what I have look like? What does this word uh, eulogeo look like? There's three C's. Celebration, consecration, and conjuration. Celebration, consecration, and conjuration. That's how you bless what you have. First of all, celebrate what you have. Celebrate the season you're in. Stop having what John Maxwell calls destination disease. If I get married, then I'll be happy. No, you won't. If you are miserable when you're single, you'll be miserable when you're married. Only problem is that now you make You see, you learn a lot of things when you get older. I used to think when you know you're growing up and in and, and, and church you grow up and as a kid, you know, you have the you have uh, uh, Mother Meanie in the church, just miserable. And you say, oh, man, miserable old person. But I've discovered that there's some people I grew up with and I realized, you know what? Uh, you, uh, it takes practice to be miserable. I'm just going to look at the clock. It takes practice. If you're, if you're miserable at 20, don't worry. You'll be miserable at 80. Mm. Terry Neighbors said, I hope he's not talking about you right now. <laughs> and say to them, because if he is, I have to move my seat. I really <laughs> Carry a spirit of celebration. David said in Psalm 34, verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. In Psalm uh, 68, verse 19, it says, Bless the Lord, 
who daily loads me with benefits. And then I love this one, Psalm 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his, all of his benefits. I, wanna, I, want to, I want to encourage you to do a practice that my wife and I have been doing for the last year and a half. Every Monday, uh, we, we, we meet for prayer, and we write a list, and we renamed it. We call it the Jehovah Sneaky List. Jehovah Sneaky List. And, and, and the list is the number of good things and surprises God did for us over the past week. And I have discovered, we first started out, the list was maybe about 10, 15. And it was like God said, well, now that you are writing down things that I've done, watch this, that are noteworthy, I'm going to do more. And so now our list, what was it, the, the list last time, this last Monday was what, 50? It was 50. 50 things. And every time we... We exhaust the list. We said, okay, that's it. We're at 40. Praise the Lord. Also, the Holy Spirit said, well, since you're taking notes, what about this? Oh, my goodness. We, we have learned to celebrate all the things God has done. Are you taking note of the things that the Lord has done? Have you taken note of the fact that no, I, I went to, to, to shop and stop no, I went to uh, a Walgreens and 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 and, and a stop and shop. I know I got messed it up, but anyway, I went to Walgreens and and my and my cereal that I wanted was on sale, a dollar ninety nine. I said Jehovah Sneaky. Now, now some of you, you're like, ah, that's a big deal. I I bless him for the small things, but also a big check came in this week, and I said, I thought about yeah, bless the Lord. Jehovah Sneaky. I don't care. You can call Jehovah Sneaky, God Surprises, you know, Santa Claus, God, whatever you want to call him. Sugar Daddy, my holy father, whatever you want to call it. Just write a list of all the good things God has done and watch what he'll do. He'll do more and watch your attitude. You'll look like somebody who really enjoys being a Christian. So how do I bless what I have? First, I celebrate, then I consecrate. In other words, consecrate means to set aside for God's use. So, so after I celebrate, I also want to consecrate. I want to set aside whatever God blesses me with uh, for him to use. And so uh, next week or this week, this Saturday, we are going out uh, in nine different places. Hundred, we, got the, we, we got the 150 people to sign up. Woohoo! 150 people. And this is the beauty of our celebration is that, yes, uh, the gala on uh, this Friday is going to be a nice time. We're going to be all dressed elegant in our, in our you know, gowns. Well, I won't be wearing a gown, but, but gowns and, and, and tuxedos and whatever we have. It's going to be a nice gala. We're going to be dancing and eating and having fun. But then, but, but then uh, Saturday, Friday night is in, Saturday is out. And we're going to be at the Salvation Army, the Pine Street, and we're going to serve. And we're going to be having these T-shirts. These T-shirts. And, and the beauty of these T-shirts is, is that 
is that we are, we are consecrating ourselves. We're letting people know uh, that, number one, we're doing this for the Lord. We're not just nice people. That the love of God, my pastor says something very powerful that my wife and I are going to really adopt. He says, God has taught me to look through, look through life through the lens of love. And, and so what I want to do, I'll just give you an idea. You don't have to do it. I, 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 we were talking about this morning, and I want to make a, I want to have somebody who draws real nice make this large pair of sun, of glasses and put 1 Corinthians chapter 13 on both lenses and put it by my door so that when I walk out of my house, I see people through the lens of love instead of that person who just cut me off as an idiot. I'm now looking, maybe they had a bad day. Some of you are looking at me like, God bless you, but I'm still calling them an idiot. <laughs> but how much would that change your life? If you understood that every day I'm setting my gifts and talents aside for God so that he can use me to bless others because I have something to give. And then finally, this word, you, eulegio, uh, it means to invoke, and the word invoke means to conjuration, or conjuration. In other words, to conjure up. This word conjure is a Latin word which means to conspire. 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 And I love the Jerusalem Bible because the word conspire, con, means with or together. Inspire means to breathe. Are you with me? Con means with, inspire means to breathe. And so the Jerusalem Bible in Romans chapter 4, verse 20, chapter 8, verse 28 says, and we know for those who love God, how many of you love God? Everything conspires for good for all those that he has called according to his purpose. In other words, no matter what I'm going through, the Holy Spirit conspires. He breathes it together and makes it work for good. So that's why when I celebrate what I have and I set it apart for God to use, he breathes on it and gives it life so that it touches people's lives. So that even an act of just service becomes a act of worship. I love the way the NIV puts Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you, brethren, by the, worship, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable act of service. Celebrate what you have. Consecrate what you have. And conjurate what you have. Allow the Holy Spirit to breathe on it. As we go out and bless the city, again, we're going to continue to live cross-shaped lives. That is, we take what we have, we offer it up to God. That's the vertical, the cross. We offer it up to God. And then we offer it 
to others. That's the horizontal. That's the cross-shaped life. Before I offer anything to others, I offer up to God and I ask you to breathe on it. And when you breathe on it, God, then it has life. And now I can give it to others. Even if I'm just raking uh, trash across the street in Clement Morgan Park, as I'm raking, someone may say, what you doing? Oh, I'm just cleaning up the park. Why are you doing that? Oh, and then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit will give you words to say. And next thing you know, you're giving them something that you have. But why wait till next Saturday? How about tomorrow? How about on your job? How about next? How about walking into the job next time or, or into your class next time and just buy everybody donuts? Bless.